Welcome to The Spill Podcast. We know you're obsessed with creating your own success in your own way, and you know you've got more. More to earn, more to experience, more to create, and more to give. And you're right. You just need to know some of the pieces and the moves to make. The conversations are real, honest, funny, and hopefully valuable. Away from the filters, the reels, and having to have the perfect script. We believe in opening the door for the next woman, helping guide you with conversations and exceptional guest speakers, spilling truths, tools, and guidance to help you expand your own expression of success. And knowing that when you do, that's when the good stuff the world needs more of happens. Laughs and explicit language are almost always guaranteed. Let's spill. Today I am chatting with Marie Doyle, who is just such an incredible woman. We actually connected, it was towards the end of last year and Jen and myself were chatting with her and you know when you have those conversations where you you feel like, well, you need a wine, you need to grab a wine, uh, you need to sink in and you just feel like you get on a roll having, you know, inspiring conversations and talking about the future and talking about projects and sharing knowledge and sharing experience and I am excited to be able to share some of that with you today in this conversation with Marie. So Marie and her partner, Ben, they are the founders of The Development Mentor and both individually have 20 years experience in property development. Uh, You know, Marie herself, she has won so many awards. These guys really have the runs on the board. Uh, She's been awarded in the top 100 women in construction, uh, women in leadership. She has sat on multiple advisory panels for the property industry, um, along with being a mother to three teenage daughters. Um, So what her and Ben have created is truly, truly amazing. They have so much experience and knowledge in this space. And, you know, property being a pathway, one pathway to be able to speed up the 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 road i guess to financial independence is something that we here in women to wealth we want to be able to educate you so much more on and so our job is to get you the experts and marie is exactly that these guys have done nearly 500 million dollars worth of property development projects. So she knows what she's talking about and she has a real deep desire to help women create financial independence and really use property as one vehicle to be able to do that. Uh, And I know through the development mentor, they are really about helping you navigate property development, that whole space and building impactful projects to create value-driven wealth. So super excited for this conversation. I hope you enjoy it. Let's dive in. I'm sitting across from Marie Doyle. Hello, Marie. Hello, Nicole. <laughs> Thank you so for having me. Good to be here with you. And I was just, ladies, I was just saying to Marie, I'm so freaking excited for this chat because uh, we connected, I think it was towards the end of last year. And I'll share more, you know, within this conversation of what's rolling out this year. But I'm um, super excited about really learning one from you and also, um, understanding more about this whole property space, building wealth in a value-driven way, your expertise, your skills, and also collaborating with you this year. And uh, our ladies who are part of our Women to Wealth Method are going to be able to really be part of that, which just, you know, it it excites me so much. And um, just thank you so much for being on this podcast and having this chat with me, because I just want to pick your brain really for selfish reasons. (laughs) Luckily, everyone will get to learn. But really, I'm like, I just want to ask you questions and I want to learn from you. Um, And usually that's the case. I invite people on where I'm like, okay, you just need to give me the goods, what you've got, what you know. Um, And that's what I'm excited to dive into. So thanks for being on here with us. Amazing. Thank you so much, Nicole, for having me. I'm excited to share a little bit about the world of property development and uh, and especially for women. It's such an empowering business to be in. So I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you. Oh, yeah, I bet. Can you share with us, how did you first, one, get into property, then grow in that space and then move into the mentorship space? So just just yeah. fill us in. about Absolutely. Your how long have we got? Yeah. <laughs> 
as long as you need. It, it really is uh, such a such a great story, and you know, Fiducia, our property development business, was established in two thousand and four. And interestingly, Ben was telling me this morning. He said, "Oh, you know, the renewal for ASIC is February nineteenth. Uh, There's twenty years for us this year." So. Really exciting. We're celebrating, you know, two decades in this industry, uh, you know, developing and doing property and being a part of it. So it's been a really rewarding industry to be in. And we absolutely love it. We are so passionate about property and what we do, which is why we've transitioned into this space now of really sharing what we have learned and our observations and how other developers can also benefit from that. So, you know, when we started out, we were like the original TV show, The Block. I mean, we, we, it was Ben and I buying blocks of apartments, putting two in his name, two in my name, living upstairs, renovating the downstairs. Like we were, we were hands-on, we were in there doing the do and doing a lot of the work, um, you know, wallpapering, you know, some painting until we started to grow and flip out of that process and then really started to identify more development opportunities. So back then when I say we were doing renovations and flips, we were doing entire apartment buildings. So not just like one apartment here or there, we were doing whole whole buildings at that point in time. So for us, it was really about how did we take our business from transitioning from that very early stage of, you know, being the block to creating high-end developments and developments that were ground up that actually uh, created more of a purpose in what we were doing. So we actually started um, doing ground-up development and larger renovations and additions projects back then. And it's interesting because back then there was no developers doing renovations and additions on apartment buildings. So I remember we entered an awards uh, category once for, I think it was Housing Industry Australia or one of those um industry bodies and I was like there's no category like where's the category for renovations and additions over two million dollars on an apartment building you know what we're creating and what we're doing here is so different and that's when we realized that we were actually cutting our own path and were actually creating something that was really different in the market that nobody else knew and I still catch up with developers today that have known us from the start who say we always used to go, oh, let's do the fiducia model on this. Like mm -hmm. people used to mimic what we used to do in our business back then. And since then, obviously, we have now scaled into doing larger new build developments where we do luxury apartments uh, and they're all new build and, and it's really amazing. So, you know, our, our, our story from there has really sort of got to a point where in, uh, it was about uh, 10 years ago, seven or 10 years ago, we tipped our business into a public company and we really scaled our business quite quickly. Uh, and then last year in March 2023, we bought that entire thing back and privatised our business. So what that meant for us was a total reassessment of our values, a total reassessment of where we wanted to be in our life. We'd created this amazing pipeline and nearly half a billion dollars worth of projects that we'd created. And we're sort of at this point going, well, what's next? And, you know, for a couple that works together, Ben and I, we work together. We also have three teenage daughters. Um, you know, for us, it was like, well, what, what do we want for this next stage of our life? And for us, it was a very reflective process. We'd been through a really tough two years prior just with some of our projects and some of the market conditions and COVID and all of those things. Like we really took a hit on our business and we went, well, how do we future-proof this so that it doesn't, you know, become something that becomes an issue ever again? And what we realised is that property is always going to be something that we love. We absolutely love property. It's in our blood. We'll always use property as a creation and a way to create wealth. Like we'll always use that in our life. For us, though, it was about reassessing our values and, and going, well, what sort of projects do we want to build now? And how can we show this to other people so they can do the same? So we went from going, okay, we want to build the best, shiniest, most luxury apartment building to creating projects of purpose, impact investing, and then giving back to our community, So, which is where we created the Development Mentor. So Ben and I both come from a personal development background, and I was 19 when I did my first personal development seminar. And so for us to be able to do this beautiful full circle and land back in this space where we're teaching people property development 
and personal development because the development mentor is both. It's personal development and property development and how do you combine that together to get the most out of your life. So creating this for us is all about giving back to the community and and seeing developers do it better. So what we observed over the last couple of years is that there are good developers and then there are people that just actually don't know what they're doing. And so you're hitting more regulations, you're hitting more issues with non-compliance, you're hitting all these different um, roadblocks when you're trying to develop. And these could be new investors, these could be people just trying to get into the business, these could be builders, real estate agents, anyone that's trying to make a name for themselves or trying to do successful developments was hitting these roadblocks. And so part of what we've created is really about giving people the skills and tools to be able to navigate those roadblocks and actually be able to get through to the other side and and build successful developments. I love that so much, Marie, in the sense of, and whether you intentionally did it or sometimes you look back and and the hindsight shows you how you've done it, of understanding what problems people were always dealing with and then creating the solution, which is just business, right? Like that's what we're always doing. But you guys seen that, like you said, the projects that you started with early on, no one was doing them. Yeah. And it was like, well, here's a gap and here's an opportunity. Yeah. Let's set the standard of that and then mm. show others how to do it. And it's the same transition into the mentorship side of property. And I really, I really love that you're combining those two things, like the personal development and the property, because it's kind of, you know, something that we chat with our women a lot about is there's the vehicle, like the thing, yeah. right? There's property. But then there's the you, which is also the asset. Mm-hmm. And how you drive that vehicle, how you work that vehicle, if it even goes anywhere, like it's dependent on us, right? And so I love that you've brought those two things together because I can only imagine, you know, with property, there's going to be some high stress situations. There's going to be some negotiation. There's going to be effective communication skills. There's going to be like, how do you reduce your cortisol levels? (laughs) It's a hard, it is. It's, I mean, I say this all the time. Property development is not for the faint hearted. It really does take, you know, a different level of grit and determination to be able to get through and navigate all of the different complexities. Like it is a really challenging thing but for people who share a passion and they have some basic skill the rest can be learned and I think again the foundations of understanding your values and who you are and what you want to do is really going to drive that because if that foundation is unshakable like a building yourself if that's unshakable you can go out there you can get up Mm -hmm. in the morning you're driven to go out there and do those things but if you're you know if you're unsteady about your own foundations and what you want from life and where you sit in it everything is going to be harder. It's just it's yeah. how it works. Do you find that um, so, and I'd be interested to know if you somehow just came across and stepped into property or if it was more intentional, but it sounds like as you've transitioned this stage of life, it has been intentional mm. with where you now and how, I guess the foundation you build the business from, right? It was a check-in yeah. with your values. It was a check-in with your stage of life. It was a check-in with all of your resources that you've built over two decades. Yeah. Do you, how does it feel different for you, this part of the business build versus maybe the last two decades or maybe even just the first decade? Yeah. Look, I feel like the first decade was we were running at pace all the time and, you know, raising children. We had three under three, so three girls. Oh, wow. You really went there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just do it all at Let's once. Let's just do it. Let's just go. I, I, I've got so – I remember, like, the kids were strapped in the baby Bjorn and I'd be on the work side or they'd be under the table or, you know, I, actually I went into labour when we were – living in an apartment building where there was French doors going in downstairs. We were trying to finish an apartment downstairs and we were living upstairs in Cremorne and I went into labour and Ben had gone and the builder was downstairs and his name was Andrew and and I'm like, Andrew, I've gone into labour, you need to get that truck out of the driveway. I'm not going to fit past it. Look at the size of me. Uh, so, I mean, these were all real things that were going, but we were at pace. And I mean, you've got, you know, the energy of being 28, 29, 30, plus, you know, the passion of um, growing, a, growing a property business and all of those things. Like 
we were running, you know, we were running. We'd have multiple projects on at one time, you know, eight to ten projects on at a time. So we were we were busy. And, you know, I love I love it because, you know, you can give a busy woman something to do. She'll always she'll always find a way to do it. Uh, you know, and yep. part of what we teach now is the exact skills and strategies and systems that we put in place even back then. Uh, I remember even writing parts of this course that we're doing now and going back and finding the original fiducia procedure manuals and going, this is about getting back to basics and teaching people what we created back then, how you can implement it into your businesses and developments now. So, you know, it's so interesting. This period feels softer. Um, it's really, it feels just more intuitive. It feels like we're, you know, I said to Ben the other day, we were walking and I, and he's 52 um, and I'm 45. And I said, you know, in a couple of years time, we're going to have all our kids finish school bar one, mm-hmm. um, nearly out. And I said, we're going to be those people in our 50s going, what are we going to do now? And I look at that and I go, we're still so young. And to go, we've still got another 50 years of life ahead. What does that mean and what does that look like? And that's that just excites me because for us it's now putting down these seeds of what we want to achieve for the next 50 years and what does that look like? And is it doing now, you know, one or two smaller scale developments that support income for us or, or create, you know, additional assets for us to lease out? You know, what does that look like? But it's not this big run. We did the run for 20 years and we got the awards and we got the accolades and we built the systems and we built the income and we did that. But now it's like, what do we want now? And, you know, this I think is a real testament to say it doesn't really matter where where you are or what age you are. You can start this kind of thing at any time. And I guess that is the great thing about property development is that it's all a learnt skill. So, you know, anybody could come into this at any time. You don't have to be special. You don't have to be rich. You don't have to be, you know, some high-flying person with a degree. You can learn this information. This is a learnt skill. And I think that's where most people go, oh, I could never do that. I've got no idea how to do it. But, you know, I've seen interior designers turn around and go and build a dual occupancy in Byron Bay, you know, where they've sold one and kept the other one for income. You know, I see this all the time. I see women in real estate seeing an opportunity and going, oh, you know what, I'm going to buy that. um, I'm going to buy that old house. I'm going to subdivide it and I'm going to get a complying development certificate and I'm going to sell it on. And they, you know, I've seen women go out there and option up sites for very little money down and then turn around and flip them and make 100 grand. Well, that might have been their salary for the year. So this is the thing is, but how many deals did they do? They did one. So it's about leveraging your time, leveraging your income, leveraging what assets you have to be able to go, what do you actually want to free yourself up to do in your life now? What is it that actually matters? And that's the foundation stuff that you guys work on. You know, it's yeah. about how do you do that? And then this is the vehicle or a vehicle or a pathway to do it. Mm, I love that so much. Um, and you know what, just just as you were sharing that, like the journey over the last two decades and, and where you guys are now headed, I just I really want to acknowledge you as well, because there was so much truth and needed truth in what you said, as in there is a run. Yeah. And I think sometimes we are forgetting that there's a runtime yeah. where you've just got to go and yeah. it might feel exhausting and you need to pull all your resources mm. together and you need to make sure you're not leaking any and you need to give everything, right? Like I always explain it. It's like, you know, when you're starting something, it's like the plane going off the runway. Yep. It can use up to 25% of its fuel just to get off the runway. This yep. is what it's like when you're starting in something mm. is that it's going to require a lot of you and the run is so necessary to get to the point where it gives you the skills and the feedback and the wisdom and the information and all of the stuff that you guys now have and are taking to go on this next stage and and it's just crazy how it morphs right like it just we can the journey continually evolves like i'm sure when you started you didn't think oh i'm gonna be actually a mentor in this space you might have just thought hey i'm gonna do some deals yeah, exactly. <laughs> Never thought that. And that's the thing. I mean, this the TDM stuff that we've created is sort of like being a two-year journey. And yeah. we've, we're on the run with that at the moment. Like that's definitely, we're in a run space with that. But I also think about people's lives and I think, 
if you never had a run, like if you never did that, let's say you went to school, you go to university, you get a job, you never actually like, and I'm not to say that that's a bad thing, but there's never this, there's never a run that's really like this self-perpetuated desire that you're going after. And whether that's a, you know, something that you do for yourself physically, like a marathon or whatever it is, or a business, like, I feel like we need those runs in our lives. Like Mm -hmm. they're the things that are the catalysts that invoke change. It's when you're, you know, you're, you're going and you're going and you're going and you're hitting the ceiling and, you know, you finally break through, we expand. And this is the thing, if you, if you've never lived your life with having runs and expansion, you know, it's, it's so difficult to explain to people that have never had that in their lives and how much it can benefit you. I mean, people for years have talked about stepping outside of the comfort zone. Um, You know, that's probably the base level of it. But, you know, really pushing yourself and going on that journey and feeling what that expansion feels like on the other side is quite remarkable. And I think, you know, for people that are kind of scared or wondering or, you know, sitting on the fence about where to go or what to go into or not doing anything and having lots of different things and not choosing anything. I think that it's not mediocrity, but I think you're missing an opportunity for yourself. hundred percent. Yeah. It's a huge cost. It's a huge cost in so many things, not just financially, yeah. but as you said, like yourself, you was the yeah. asset, your growth, your experience, mm. your contribution your skill set, your like your the relationships that you will build. Like there is so yes. much cost yes. in not going for that run. Yeah. Um, okay, let's I want to dive into some details. I want to pick your brain here. Yeah. Because when it comes to property, I feel like there is this um like a preconceived idea, or more so we've been conditioned, right? Because mm. as you said, you know, go to school go to university, get a good job, buy a property, pay it off for the next 40 to 50 Mm. years to hopefully retire with the good life before the big man takes you. Not so much uh, what works. I mean, the maths on that is pretty broken. You just have to sit down and do some numbers. But I feel like I want you to talk to me like as a beginner because I feel like there are these um, preconceived barriers Well, you need to have a lot of money to step into property. You need to be, you know, at least an interior designer or know someone in construction or just have these resources in place. Otherwise, you know, you're really set up for fail. Like I think mm. there's a lot of that that goes on. And I know that we've spoken about, you know, creative deals, different yeah. ways to step into property mm. and leverage different different resources that we all have access to. So can you speak to that a little bit in the sense of what barriers you find people have created in their mind mm. versus, hey, what's the reality? How do yeah, you know this absolutely. thing really works? So I think I think there's two very different um, pathways to start. I think there is the people that have available money and then there's the people that have less resources available to them. And one or the other, they work both ways, right? One way is going to be a different way to how you might start and one way will be a different way. So let's take, for example, and I'm just going to use this, let's say you're a person who owns your own property or is paying off a mortgage, but you've got equity in your property, right? So you've got a property, you're living in it. One of the fastest ways to create wealth is your principal place of residency. So most people don't understand this, but um, your principal place of residency, when you actually sell that, if you sell it within a certain period of time um, without the capital gains tax, you're not paying any tax on that. So that is actually an asset you can leverage. So whether you decide to add value to that property through a renovation or you hold it for a prolonged period of time and ride the market, when you sell that, that money that you make is your profit. And most people don't understand that this can also be a strategy. So you think about if you bought a property which was undervalued and maybe needed some add value to it. Adding value, by the way, is one of the number one strategies you can do in property development. So let's say you started out, you bought a property, it was undervalued, needed some add value works done to it. You did that, you then um, lived in it, you then turned around in maybe two years or 15 months time and you sold that on. Yes, you have the cost of stamp duty, but the idea is that you're increasing the value enough to be able to make a profit. 
well, you might make two, three hundred thousand. So you go, hang on a second, I've just made two or three hundred thousand dollars on this. Okay, so then you take your initial investment and you rebuy another property, and then you're using that two or three hundred thousand dollars maybe to do a renovation on the next property, and you're doubling down. But all the way, you're upscaling your primary residence. So you're not only now creating a lifestyle choice for yourself, you're also creating wealth along the way. So this idea of sit in one house for 30 years and pay it off, you know, the only time you're going to get benefit from the uplift in that, unless you're drawing equity out of it to then go and do other developments, which is also another strategy, right? So but you're getting a lifestyle increase too. So you have to be a type of person that wants to be able to do that as well. So, you know, for us, we had three young kids. And for the first few years, we would move sort of every couple of years doing that leapfrog, 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 until we got to an amazing property that we loved. So, you know, this is a strategy. The other strategy is if you've got your own property and you're pulling money out, you're pulling equity to go and do a deal. So you're going, I'm not going to do it on my own deal. I'm going to go do a deal. And there's so many deals you can do. I mean, for me, I would say the first and easiest type of deal to do if you're going into property investing or property developing is to do a flip or a add value type renovation. And the reason you would do that or put somebody in it to, to tenant it and then flip it is because you will get a lot of experience understanding the ins and outs of purchasing a property, settling a property, uh, engaging with consultants, engaging with builders, you know, settling a, a, a building contract, finding tenancies, reselling. It's literally a, a full cycle and you want to test your skills and ability. Now, if you're feeling a little bit more adventurous, you might go out and buy a, you know, a site and do a dual occupancy, you know, and live in, live in one, sell the other or sell one, rent the other. There's so many different strategies you can do, right? And there's numerous examples of women around the world which are doing amazing things with property. There's a lady in the UK that I follow and she buys HMOs or houses, housing of multiple occupancies and, you know, she's up to number 10 of her buildings. And it's so exciting to watch how she's doing her strategy. So there's so many different strategies you can do. The other strategy which, you know, for people that don't have cash or don't have property or assets uh, is to use what we call options. And options are about having a smaller amount of money to control a piece of property to be able to get an outcome. So in that scenario, let's say there's a house that has the ability to be subdivided and you could potentially build something on it. So rather than you going out there and buying that straight away, you could put down a small portion of the purchase price, so somewhere between 1% and 2% of that property to control what that land does in, say, the next 12 months or two years. And so you might control that land. The person's still living there. Everything's there. And you have the right to maybe lodge a development application, lodge a um, subdivision with council. So all of a sudden, you get to the end of 12 months You've worked on a project that you don't own. You've committed some funds to it. You get to the end. That site, you've got, gone and got a valuation. That site is now not worth what it was originally. It's now worth more. And you never settled that property. You settle, the, you settle the option at the end of the day and you take what you made in between. So that's another strategy. So there's so many different ways when women say to me or anybody says to me, oh, it's too expensive to get into property. I just go, you're not looking at the strategy that's right for you. And I think this is the education piece that people are missing is that, you know, there's an, there's an understanding that you have to save up this massive deposit to get into property. That is absolutely a traditional way to do it, but it's not the only way. You know, there's other people out there. I see buyers agents out there putting together deals for people and clipping the ticket on the way through. Like there are so many different ways to create wealth in property and I think once you become curious about it and maybe get a little bit of a little bit of an understanding of what's possible then I think doors will start to open for you and you'll start to understand where the deals are and how you can how you can make money off those deals so I think mm -hmm. you know for, as a starting point for for anybody women especially I think it's just about understanding what is actually out there and what your options are? Because it's not just go through REA, oh, that house is 2 million, oh, that house is this, oh, that apartment's 1.3. Like 
everything seems like such a big leap. And so people, they get paralyzed, paralysis, anal paralysis by analysis, I call it, where they're just like, oh, I just, I can't, I can't, I don't know. take me ages to do this. Um, but, you know, there's lots of smart companies out there too offering deposit, um, deposit bonds and other ways you can get into properties as well. So I think it's about knowing what your options are and having a broad view on it. Yeah, and I think that curiosity is so key. And that's why, you know, even this conversation, having this conversation over and over and getting this out there is important because sometimes we go, oh, hold on. Maria said there's other ways. Maria said that there's other women doing it who also had no money down. Mm -hmm. And it's important that I think we hear that because otherwise we throw things in the too hard basket or that's not for me basket or that's for other people. Yep. And I always just think we, ha we have to know that if someone else is doing it, they just know something that we don't know. So yep. let's find out what that is. Right. Yes. And, and it's just so important because otherwise we discount all of these opportunities and it keeps us stuck in our own lane, in our own level of knowledge and experience, which is only going to produce the same results. And so I think knowing this stuff, like most people just know the traditional path yeah. and you know, they say, oh, I don't have one or two hundred thousand dollars. It's going to take me 10, 20 years to save that. Probably these days a whole lot more yeah. right? to even just step into it mm. versus going, hold on. What do they know that I don't know? Yeah. What are the no money down options? Yeah. What's a creative strategy? And, you know, there's I um, I kind of stepped into the property space in my 20s. I did a bit of property and, um, you know, went to a course. The first thing was education. Mm. I didn't go into property going, well, I mean, I'll just start with what I know. It's like, no, like increase what you know yeah. <laughs> so that you can start in the right way. And yeah. It was, I think we did three creative deals. And by creative deals, I mean, you know, there was no money down in mm -hmm. these deals. Yeah. Um, now, my inexperience, and I would say, you know, being a little bit naive, I didn't set those properties up correctly for maximum benefit. And, yeah. you know, partnerships, relationships, there's so much that comes into it. And this is why I think having guidance is so important. Like someone who has already gone the way. To go, hey, have you considered this? Yes. Hey, you may need to put this in place. Hey, I know you think you're going to be with that guy for the rest of your life. Turns out you're not. You know, yeah. <laughs> so we might need to put some things in place here. Yeah. And so I love that. It's so important. And I know when you and, well, I think it was, yeah, Jen, myself, and, and you were having a chat at the end of last year, we got so on the passion train about women mm. building financial independence and using property as a vehicle to do that. Yeah. Talk to me about that. Why is this so important? Why is this such a great option? And I know you want to transfer so much of your experience and knowledge onto other women, which, you know, we're so grateful for. But what do you see there as an opportunity that maybe majority of women just they're not tapping into and they can? Yeah, absolutely. And look, I mean, the whole women in property thing is an interesting space, right? I've done two, two, de um, two decades now in the space and it's so fascinating that there's still this sort of unconscious bias around, oh, well, let's do this for women in property. Like it's still so separate, which I actually don't mind. And I'm a massive advocate for women in property. And I spend a lot of time um, with other women in this industry because it really is. I mean, we're really, we've really not, we're not the underdogs. And this is the thing, a lot of women in this space are doing next level things. I mean, not just in Australia. I mean, look at Elena Cardone. Like she's running this property empire with her partner, Grant, and she's so vocal about it. And she's just, you know, I love that energy that she brings to this space for us for development because it's huge. Um, but, you know, there's lots of examples of women uh, around the world doing amazing things in this space. And so I think for women to really truly understand this, it's about going, okay, there are other women doing this. Why are they doing it? And the number one reason is leverage. And leverage is such a massive thing, right? Because women traditionally have we always feel like we have less and less time. I mean, we've we've got children or we've got life admin or we've got other things. We're always, we always feel like we're maybe not great at managing our time. So leverage and leverage through assets is one of the quickest or easiest ways to create both fast and long-term wealth. So I think the benefit for 
women getting into property, it's also, as I said to you before, it also opens up different avenues for women to be able to take control of their financial independence. So let's say they do take maternity leave and go and have a child. So, or they do take unpaid leave, what are they going to do? Where is that income going to come from? And there's multiple ways they can create different income. But let's say you did one property deal and that one property deal netted you $100,000 or $150,000 for that year or even less. For a lot of people and a lot of women, that is enough to replace that salary or that income. But they haven't just spent 40 hours going to work every week. They haven't had to deal with all of the admin that goes with that. And they've just solely focused in on one thing. So I think it's about understanding for women how this can be something that frees up their life. It, it's not about creating another job for yourself. It's about how can this free you up to maybe go and do things that you actually want to do, or maybe it does become something that you do full time. Um, you know, and again, I think that really comes down to what your motivations are and what drives you. But in terms of it being a pathway for wealth creation, it's proven over and over and over again that it truly is. And I mean, most of the people that are successful and wealthy on this planet have some form of real estate assets or real estate mm -hmm. in their portfolio or have had some form of real estate in their career. Or even if they have made money in other areas, they've then gone and invested in real estate. So, you know, the one thing I come down to in terms of, you know, it being an incredible asset is everybody needs somewhere to live. And, you know, whether that's, whether that's you creating properties that you can benefit from or whether that's you creating properties that can help other people that need places to live. I mean, the, I'm working with um, a, a couple of women up in far north Queensland at the moment who are building specialist housing and I'm mentoring them through on a really big project at the moment, which is about specialist housing. Um, and, you know, how can, they, how can they assist in that area? And they come from a background of, you know, working with people with special needs. So I think... There's this, there's this real kind of, you know, you can put into this whatever part of you you want to put into it. You know, if you're doing it just for the money and the flips, do it. If you're an interior designer, you've got some creativity, do it. If you love crunching numbers and can see how it works, do it. Like there's all these different, you know, ways and reasons why people get into it. And I would say for, you, for people looking at this, that's really important to understand the why behind why you want to go and do that because it's like anything right you know if you whether you're starting a new business or whether you're getting into a network marketing business or whether you're investing in um, crypto why are you doing it you know what is this going to create for your life and where is this going to take you and what is what does the end look like uh, we just did our new year kickoff um, call with all of our clients the other day for TDM and it was about a goal setting it was about goal setting and it was about setting the intentions for 2024 and it was such a lit call like it was so good everyone got off it and was buzzing but it was all about beginning with the end in mind and it's something Stephen Covey used to talk about is beginning with the end in mind is like projecting all the way forward to what you feel like this is going to look like at the end of the day you know how many deals do you need to do to create your outcome and again I'm sure this is things that you guys work on all the time but when you're going into property, it's the same. It's what does it look like at the end? What is the outcome? You know, you don't go in there just not knowing what the outcome is. You do a feasibility study. You crunch your numbers. You understand what the costs are. You understand what the risks are. This is beginning with the end in mind. And so I think it's the same, you know, when you're looking at property development, how is this going to benefit you with the end in mind? Oh, there's so much, oh, just so much goodness in everything that you've shared there. I'm literally, I've got my pen to paper because I'm like, oh, great point, great point, great point. <laughs> <laughs> just like, it's, it's so, um, it's just refreshing to have these conversations. And, and as I said, I think they're so important because you've made some really great points there in the sense of looking at this as a pathway, right? Yeah. Now, I, I speak with and work with women every single day and there's not very many women or men in it doesn't matter humans who will say well I want financial freedom yeah and I say yeah but what is that for you yeah. what is because that? 8 billion people in the world want financial freedom yeah like, 
we have to define what that is and then take ownership of that and create that for ourselves. And then in doing that, I think looking at this as a pathway, I loved how you said that you have to look at the resources that you have. Mm. And some of those resources are the skills. We call it also your joy set. The things that like just give you an energized, yes, like you are someone who loves crunching numbers. I love that joy set. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. it's not about passion. Passion's a feeling that comes, that baby goes. But joy sets are those things where it's like, yeah, this is the stuff I love Mm -hmm. doing. And bringing that into the project to see how you can add value to that, develop that skill and evolve it. But then there's also resources that we can leverage that we're blind to yes, and that we can tap into and use other people's resources. And we must. No one gets to where they want to go alone. And I think that's an important message for women is that it would be tapping into. So for me, I'm going to be tapping into your resource Mm. of knowledge. Yeah. Your resource of networks. Yeah. I'm not going to go try and do that myself. I need to leverage yours. Yes. To get me ahead. And and so it's working with all these core resources that we all have or we can all access and then knowing how to tip them mm. and get the most leverage from, from them in this particular pathway. And, you know, it's so important because, as you said, it could be something on the side that you do and it's like, you know what, I'm going to do two deals a year and it's 50K and that's six figures, bang, that's the focus this year. Mm. And that may evolve into, wow, I'm going to go full time into this thing. This is actually my jam. But it's also just recognising that what we're doing there is the game is to stop trading the one resource we're all being told to trade, which is our time, and we're taught to trade it because our system is built to create workers, Mm, not people of freedom. And so we're taught to just trade this one resource of time and we get caught up in that. And we're selling it, selling it, selling it for the resource of money where it's like, hold on, there are these other resources that we need to tap into and property allows you to do that. And really what we're doing is we're swinging. This is what we teach our women. The whole game, like the big picture game zoomed out is we move you from just selling your time for the resource of money to we have to sell something else for the resource of money. And that that. is how you tap into leverage. It's the only way. And as you said, every person who has built wealth or built this life, because wealth is different to everyone at different levels depending on the life that you want. They've built a life that they love. They've learned that, oh, my time is capped. There's only so much of it I can sell. So I do have to tap into something else. And it's just you just shared some really incredible nuggets that ladies, if you're listening to this, go back and listen to that again, because you tapped into different resources of, of skills, of things that bring you joy, of the ones that you currently have and how you can start using them differently. And yeah. that's what it's about, right? How do we what squeeze the juice? Yeah. yeah. It's that that zoom out, as you say, like, I love that, that zoom out. You know, anytime where I've hit a roadblock in my own life or in my own business. But the first thing I say is just zoom out because zooming out gives you a picture of going, okay, this is actually, it's not just a zoom out to where you are currently. When you zoom out, you see the past and the future. You know, this is the thing is you can then get a really clear picture and go, holy crap, like I have done all of this to get to here. Like, Mm -hmm. look at me go. You know, and this is what I've got planned or this is what's possible. And I think the zoom out is such an important thing for women, especially if they're trying to figure out what next, because it is, it's about reflecting on everything. And again, you know, your past does not necessarily determine your future, but it's a really good way to look at, well, what did work back then? And what was what was it that lit me up? And did I really enjoy doing that? And, you know, what parts of that would apply to my life now? And, you know, was I really great at, you know, working in that accounting office and good with numbers? Or maybe that could apply to my, you know, doing property. Like it's about going what worked then and what was great and what can be, you know, what can be used now and in the future. And the zoom out is just a really great reset. I love it's, that. There's, it's so, so important because we can get so caught up in the day-to-day and the comparison and the short-term uh-huh. thinking and short-term action-taking, and it's just like, hey, take a breather. Yep. Let's let's zoom this thing out. And I think it's Tony Robbins that says um, one of the biggest 
he doesn't say it this way, I'm butchering it, but he does speak about, he said most people think of their life in terms of months and years. Yeah. They don't look at their life in terms of decades. Decades. And knowing, like, even looking back, as you said, because the past isn't there to control your future, yes. but it can help guide your future. Yeah. As you said, of like, oh, what are the things that it just taught me? Let yeah. me reflect, let me review, and then redirect yeah and it's so important that we do that and and talk to me about I I I want you to share with us the projects and the courses and the mentorship that you guys are working on at the moment because something you said at the start of this was this is a learned skill yeah and I think that's so important is that it is learnable it's learnable and look TDM has only been around since September last year so we are building this out we're on the run right now we're building this out so in its current in its current state the ways people can work with us is through the mentorship program so it's either a four six or ten month program and that really is for people uh, that really want to just do property development so they may have had some developments, they may be doing developments, they may have done none at all, but it is a one-to-one, basically our knowledge, giving you the skills and tools as you go. So I was talking about Far North Queensland clients, like they're taking on a very big deal. So we have two private sessions every month where you get a call and then there's a hot seat masterclass where everybody in the group gets on and we throw someone in the hot seat and we unpack their details. So you know, these women are relatively new to development. So every call we have is about step by step. Okay, we're making the letter of offer. I'll shoot them a letter of offer template. They'll curate it. You know, then they'll go, okay, we're going to do an option. I've got an option deed template. We talk them through it. It's a step by step. We're actually hand holding. And it's really, it's quite amazing to see the impact this has on people. We've got other people who are experienced developers or builders that are building um, developments as well. And they might be like, well, I'm negotiating finance. How can we get finance? So I'll set them up with our finance people. So as it currently is, the customised mentorship is very high touch. There's a lot of detail in it. The calls are really in-depth with myself and Ben and we literally walk you through. At the end of it, you get a full set of notes with action points um, and then people walk away with implementable strategies to take them to the next step. So that's a ask and receive type situation it's not a sit down and do a course we are building a course which is super exciting so within that we've also got a membership group tdm collective which is growing by the day and that's a small community at the moment of people that can be involved in it but are not necessarily doing the coaching Um, but like i said it's all evolving at the moment and unfolding the biggest thing we're finding is that There is a lack of people's systems and procedures and understanding of the base level stuff. So even if you go and do a property event, you might walk away with a workbook, but where's the checklist? Where's the template to do a feasibility? Where's the, you know, list that you need to be able to lodge a development application? Where's your letter of offer template? Where's your valuation submission? People don't know how to do this stuff. And this is what we're quickly finding out or do it well. And so what you end up with are these sort of haphazard type, you know, developments or developers out there just trying to piece it all together. There's no one resource that is giving everybody a, here is your bundle of templates and this is how you start and here's the how-to and the thinking behind it, which is the coaching and mentoring and one-on-one, that's what we're doing. So at the moment, in its infancy still, and we're growing it, which is really exciting, at the moment the only way to get in touch and work with us is through the actual mentorship, but we are building out courses, uh, and I know we spoke about building out a course for a foundational course for women. I'm really excited to be putting that together. And uh, one of my really long-term friends, Penelope, she runs a business called Property Alchemy and her and I are starting a podcast called Property Gems, which is going to be aimed at women in property to be able to just drop all those nuggets. And part of the courses we're creating in that are going to support women getting into property. So it's really exciting. That is fantastic. I am really excited to see this all unfold for you guys. I mean, this is such a cool space and I feel really, um, really grateful that, you know, 
women to wealth will be part of that and that we can access all of what you're creating and provide this to our women for those who who really want to get educated up and who really want to look at this as a pathway to speed up that that path really to financial independence so super grateful for that and i don't know if i i don't know if we shared it with you yet but jen and i have created a bit of a vision that this year so obviously we're going to be bringing you in marie to do a masterclass education session for our women um and then on the back of that there will be the course for women which yep. women to want will be able to access themselves and but on the other side of that, for those part of Women to Wealth Method, our program is that we really want to create an opportunity for a property project uh, with our ladies. And so I'm excited to get your guidance with that, you know, work with you on that, with how Amazing. we put that together. And we don't know what it's going to look like yet, but we know that we're going to do that. This is the thing is using the leverage of other women, other people to create, you know, a syndication where you can go in and, and do a property development together. Like it's such a clever way to look at it. And, you know, again, people have been doing this for years. It's about being around the people that are doing it, right? It's about getting in the rooms with the people that are doing it. And that's, that's key. So this is awesome for people that you guys are offering that. That's so great. Yeah. Yeah. Super excited. It's going to be amazing. Uh, Marie, thank you so much. Thank you for being here and thank you for sharing all of these tips and, and the knowledge that you have. And yeah, I can't wait to have you in for the masterclass. That's going to be amazing. And then I cannot wait for this course to yeah. be launched and to be able to give our women access to that. It's going to be fantastic. But in the meantime, where can everyone connect with you um, and jump in your yep, space? Absolutely. So uh, Instagram is best for me. So uh, at Marie underscore Doyle, so M-A-R-I-E underscore Doyle, or at the Development Mentor, at the Development Mentor behind me on the screen there uh, on Instagram. Those are the best places to grab us and that will link you through to everything from the Development Mentor on our Instagram. You can click through to the link in bio if you want more information. You can request an information pack and we can shoot that out to you. It'll automatically come through to you. That's where everything will be built out over the next couple of months. So uh, if you want to follow along at the moment, our feed has got lots of tips and tricks and different insights into development already. So it's a really good place to start where you can start to sort of look at some of the videos and information that we've put up there. So uh, but there's more coming. Like I said, we're in the infancy of this stage, sharing our knowledge of what we've learned. And it's, it's so exciting. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you so much, Marie. Thank Appreciate you. you. It's been amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you love this episode, it would mean the world to us if you shared it with others. Until next time, drink the wine, have a laugh, learn the thing, do the thing, and be the woman you know you are. Make sure to stay connected and let's keep the conversations going. Cheers.